0: Welcome to the Simply Resilient podcast, Pep Talk Series, when you're feeling mad. In today's episode, we are talking about that well-known feeling of anger that comes when we feel like we have been wronged, when we are offended, when someone has done something that wounds us or betrays us, when we don't like what someone has done, when we are feeling judged or when we are judging other people for their actions. And Being angry comes in lots of forms. It may be mild frustration or annoyance all the way to full-blown, you know, anger, feeling livid. But we're kind of talking about that mad in the middle today. So whether or not you are mad at your kids or maybe at your spouse, sometimes we're mad at ourselves, whether you're mad at your in-laws or a complete stranger, maybe for the way they were driving or something they did, you know, in a store, whether you're mad at a friend, or a co-worker, or maybe you're mad at the world or at God. There's lots of places to direct our anger, but no matter where you're directing that anger, I want to give you some new thoughts and ideas today that you can try on to see if you can get a little relief if you feel like you're getting either angry too quickly or angry too frequently. I don't know if we should ever try to stop being angry. It's not like a highly productive emotion, but I think it's a really normal, natural human emotion. And I typically, with my clients, don't set those goals of like never feel angry again we typically set like a desired result to feel angry less or to feel resentment less or to feel guilt or shame less. To just decrease the amount that you're experiencing it, and for your own benefit, for your own sake. So the first thing that I want to talk about when it comes to feeling angry or wronged or offended is that I want you to ask yourself if you're making what they're doing mean something about you. Why is it a problem that this person has done this? What are you worried their actions mean about you? this is an interesting way to think about other people's actions, but typically when we get angry about something, there's an underlying thing that we're making it mean. So I'll give you an example. When my daughter rolls her eyes at me and I have a very strong urge to immediately be angry with her and maybe yell at her or discipline her, it's because right in that moment, I'm making it mean she doesn't respect me. Maybe I'm not a good mom. I haven't taught her how to behave appropriately. You know, I'm quickly making her little action of rolling her eyes mean like three different painful things about me. And then the way I respond is with anger, which is really interesting. So I'm not suggesting that I should just let my daughter roll her eyes at me, but I'm suggesting that I don't have to respond with anger in order to give her a consequence, discipline her, teach her that we don't roll our eyes, right? All of those things come from actually a different place than anger. I can discipline her with anger, but it's kind of just that extra drama and intensity on top of what's already happening and what's already a little bit challenging of, you know, parenting teenagers that none of that's needed. It's okay if it's there, but it just adds to the challenge of the situation. I'll give you another quick example. If my husband is deployed and I've made the request of him that we be sure to talk every day, whether that's texting, email, video chat, you know, there's often a variety of ways to to talk. And some days, you know, like a video chat is more available because they have more time that day. And other days they don't have a lot of time or you don't have a lot of time. So maybe it's just a few quick texts. So I let my husband know that's really important to me. That's what I want to do. And for whatever reason, it's not as important to him, or he just had like a really busy day and it got away from him. But I'm not really thinking about those things. If by the end of the day, I didn't get any text or anything from him, or even like I texted him and didn't get a reply. I am tempted to just be very angry by the fact that I've made it very clear that I want to communicate with him every day. And today it feels very evident that he made no attempt to communicate with me. So what I'm, t- what I'm making that mean right in that moment, the reason that makes me feel angry isn't just because I didn't receive a communication from him. It's because of what I'm making it mean. So in that moment, I'm making it mean that I'm not important to him, that he doesn't care about what I want, that he doesn't value our time together right? Those are, even if I know none of those things are true, I'm worried that his not communicating with me might mean some of those things. And then I can either be really sad or really angry if I'm believing those things to possibly be true in that moment. And anger feels more powerful than sadness. And so we tend to go there first. So those are just really interesting things to understand about anger and to just ask yourself that question of like, what am I making this mean about me that's taking me to this angry place? Because I'm working on feeling less angry. Okay, the next thing that I wanna offer you guys is the power of seeking to understand in any given you know argument or being on like totally different pages or having a really different perspective with another person. So when we're able to seek to understand what the other person is doing, it just helps us be less angry. And the reason that we are a little resistant to that option is we are afraid that understanding equals agreeing. So we are worried about opening up our minds to understanding their choices, their decision, that for whatever reason is going really against what we believe or um, want them to do. And so we want to stay in that place where we just can't understand how they would ever do that or how they would ever choose that or why they thought that was okay. But when we can't understand It is so easy to go to that frustrated, anger, wounded place and to really be judging the other person for their behavior. And I want to open you up to that concept of the option of understanding without agreeing. You can still stay very firm in what you want to think and do and believe while still understanding where this person is coming from. And understanding rather than leading to agreeing, understanding actually leads to just compassion And just more peace around the situation. And you can still 100% disagree with what they've done. It's pretty magical. And I want you to try it on the next time that you're feeling a strong urge to be really angry with someone. Or maybe even you're angry with them right away. Like right in the heat of the moment. But then when you're ready to let go of the anger. Seeking that understanding will help you with that peace. I talk about this seeking to understand without agreeing with somebody a lot in my episode titled Happy Medium. So go check that episode out if you want to hear more on that topic. And I can't wait for you guys to try on these two tips to help you feel less mad, less angry with the people around you or maybe even with yourself or with whoever it is that you are feeling that anger toward because you are ready to feel less anger in your life and feel it less frequently and take control of your part of the equation. I know you can do it and I can't wait.